Week five is about to get started, and it's a do-or-die week for some teams in the NFL. Hopefully, it's not a do-or-die week for your fantasy team, but if it is, we're here to help you with our plum picks and shutdowns, and luckily, we have a great week of matchups coming up, some really intriguing games, even the one between Arizona and San Francisco, and we finally get the final boss challenge of Pat Mahomes. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hey, and Tom. Hey, everybody. Gentlemen, the Major League Baseball playoffs have just started, and for some fantasy teams, this week is a playoff game. Yeah, you can't go to 0 and 5. Yeah, I see some. Yeah, I, 1 and 4 really might be a death we're knell. In together, there's two 0 and 4 teams battling, and it just seems like it's over for the other team. But yeah, it's, they're playing like each said, other too. Like, like we said, what, two weeks ago? It's never really over. No. You can over. get on the heater no. and you can make a comeback just as easily as you can lose out and bottom out. Yes. I thought we might talk baseball for a second. No, I, I'm not ready to I talk about that I was ready to bring some something baseball up that takes? I got a take that would distract us for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it, and, we'll, and, we'll, and I'll cut it if, if it really oh, gets Oh, we're bad. not cutting it. <laughs> All right. So, if you can just put the shift on always, right. right? No men on, no men out. Why do you need a catcher until there's two strikes? You are the ultimate why do you need blank. Take the catcher. In sports that I know. And just put him somewhere else. There, yeah. Uh, th- and then I've, once it's passed, just have the ball boy go grab the there's ball. There's no reason yeah. that you have to catch the ball. Yeah. I've heard th- I've heard this discussion before. I've brought it up. You're basically forcing the umpire to wear it. Yeah. Or just stand and over so there. I, like I like really, softball style. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really think the umpires would strike if if they were if they allowed that. It might um, be the it might be the change we need also, to finally go digital. Also, I these think, are the mind, these are the thoughts we need though to innovate baseball yeah. and make it a little more entertaining. Hey, listen, you throw that guy, you know, just on the bag at second base. Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> the gonna thing. Gonna try to hit it up the middle. Here's the thing, <laughs> no, though. Not that, up in here. <laughs> that really makes um, coaching signals for pitches really difficult too. <laughs> <laughs> Is the no. ump responsible for those two? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying like it's going to be tough for the pitcher to get the signal of like what he's about- throwing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like also like catchers are so important with like framing how about pitches turn- and stuff. How about yeah. turn your head? And look and we'll at where he's at in the field. <laughs> I mean, or like go to any other way that people call sports plays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. computer blue, computer blue. What eighty? What eighty? All right, he said a color, so that means I got to throw a curveball. And I, I secede the argument that the the first batter of the game is very fast, he, and if he's a good bunter, he can probably you know exploit Just that. The first probably will. Well, let's see but when if you're you shifting get, them yeah, anyway. What about when you get a sluggo guy? You know. Seventh in the lineup, right? And it's top six. No man on, no man out. The get guy the, can't bunt for his out life. There. Yeah, take your leg pads off. It's time to get loose. I expected I, more pushback. I no, brought no, this no. up at work. Here's the other too thing. Many, <laughs> too many Puritans over there. Too here's, many baseball Puritans over there. Here's the thing, though. I like the MLB is gonna look at the shift rules. Like they're gonna come up with rules. See, I brought. For the I shift. made this up as satire. Oh, okay. basically, not today. And I've leaned into it so much, but like, I hate the shift. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so why not? Why don't I just stick my catcher? Yeah, uh, there's a there's a certain know. point yeah. where like if you hold a take 
for so long, it be- <laughs> it, you just you start you really start believing it. I believe that's sure. called George Costanza. Yeah, yeah, it's not a lie <laughs> if you believe it. I do that with every single player on each one of my yeah. teams every single week. Yeah. I look at them and stare at them in my lineup to just like, burn I'm, in that they're going to play well. We're going to get into this in, in in the slate preview, but like I truly am now beginning to believe that Adam Thielen is the best player in the league. Like I'm buying in into league? that take. The league. All right. The league. It's starting to like really build him. Like I obviously am joking, but I'm starting to believe it too, and like that's gonna get really scary. Anyway, um, week five gonna be the league. Yeah, week five, (laughs) as you can tell from our scattered (laughs) thoughts to start this show, week five is gonna be such an exciting week of games. Like I said in the cold open, a lot of teams are are really on the bubble of their of proving their contenders or just. All of their hopes bursting in front of their eyes. Um, this is going to be a really cool week where we learn a lot about some of these teams. Yeah. And so I'm really excited. Because of that, though, shutdowns were really hard because... Yeah, there's the, a lot of tough matchups. Like, it's hard to tell yeah. what's going to happen. Right. Or they're so good. Right. Yeah. That, like, even the tough matchups, like Alshon Jeffrey, we all, like, tossed around the idea of shutting him down because he's going against Xavier Rhodes. Right. But he bossed him. Yeah. yeah. And he bossed it last week. Yeah. And Xavier Rhodes has trouble with that kind of guy. Right. Like, Marvin Jones bossed him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, it's like for sure. These, uh, he's, a, he's a technician era cornerback. Yeah. yeah. The old really school is. guys. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, just the, the right. traditional X receiver that just does the deep 50 50 yeah. ball is the one that gives him trouble, which yeah. is normally the opposite. He'd rather defend Odell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, speaking of which, let's get into our shutdowns of the week. Shut it down. And uh, we'll start, of course, as we always do uh, with quarterbacks. Again, a tough week for shutdowns. But we found a couple matchups that we really don't like. And Tom, I think I'm ready we to just, go first. Let's yeah. get it out of the way. All right, Tom, look, let's hear it. it. This is basically just because of how hard it was to find someone to shut down. Right. And the idea that I think there's how many players that are quarterbacks this week can score above 20 points? I think 20 of them. A ton of them. And would you be surprised if Pat Mahomes went under 20 versus the Jags? Not at all. I think it would just surprise me just because he's been so good <laughs> that like 20 seems like it's nothing for him. But if there's ever a matchup where he's this going to. This is the to, only one. This, is, this the, is the one. This is the final boss of the video game for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like, this is Bowser. This is how, like, yeah. <laughs> like this is, you just beat Lance in the Elite Four in Pokemon oh, Red. Yeah. And oh, you think that you made League Champion. And here but comes wait, Gary. Someone beat the Elite Four before you. Your old childhood rival, his own grandfather, didn't remember his own name when you started the game. Are you a boy or a girl? (laughs) You killed his Radicate. Have you guys seen this yeah. theory? You kill Gary's Radicate in Pokemon Red. Of course, I've seen this. Is that game for Pat Mahomes? Two episodes in a row, Pokemon. Oh, jeez, we're starting. It's a miracle that it's not eighty episodes in a row. This is our eightieth episode, by the way. Nice. Um, Hell yeah. More Pokemon (laughs) reference. Here's to 80 more episodes of Pokemon <laughs> references. Uh, but I agree, Tom. I'm yeah. leaning into this hard. In the two leagues where I have Mahomes, I am absolutely stricken with anxiety over what I'm going to do about this. Because in one league where I have Mahomes, I drafted Breeze first. You should have already Whoa, made a change. Life and, is so tough. And in the other one, I have play Breeze. I think I would actually Dude, trade Mahomes. Just play Rivers. You're fine. I think I would actually trade Mahomes in that just to league. see what you'd get for him. You could get a king's ransom right yes, now. Yes, for sure. I do have Michael Thomas in that league too, so the Breeze Michael Thomas stack has been 
well, working maybe, in my favor. Well, let's not just wax poetic about your league, yeah. but those there's pros and cons there. But no what I am saying is like where Mahomes was being drafted, there's a chance that there are people like me who drafted another quarterback, another good quarterback who, for whatever reason, probably their own stupidity, haven't traded one of them yet. And if those people want to play Mahomes over Breeze if, or Breeze over Mahomes, if those people want to play Rivers over Mahomes, I'm okay with it. I'm more than okay because with it. Yeah. That's my whole point is yeah. that, like, yeah, you can start Mahomes this week. And this is just a Band-Aid ripoff, so let's not go crazy over it. But, like, let's not go crazy over sitting him this week either. Yeah, agreed. If he goes under 20, it's not going to be that shocking. Yeah. We've shut down big-time quarterbacks who have been playing really well before. I shut down Ryan Fitzpatrick last week, <laughs> and he threw three straight 400-yard games. But, it hey, fluctuates, this, you know? this goes back to the what I've said uh, more often in, like, the first year. Actually, I don't think I've said it at all this year. The whole – aspect of fantasy football the whole way to look at it the way that i do at least is it's like a roulette wheel right yes it could hit it could yeah. always hit it could always pay out yeah. 35 to you can one. always get dealt blackjack but there's a there's a larger section right you're not betting yeah. on green no <laughs> well at the color green they don't even let you bet on standalone the color green no that counts as almost like an inside bet yeah but like if you're just searching for those two little pockets of the wheel yeah, it could happen. Right. But, like, I'm playing the greater odds. Right. And the greater odds is that this is a really tough matchup. The things that Pat Mahomes has going for him, he's at home. He's, he's the Patrick best. Mahomes. He's got a 100% completion percentage lefty. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Tessitore <laughs> is going to leave his wife for him, it seems like, based oh on the God. Monday night call from the other day. Um, but what's Joe Tessitore's favorite TV broadcasting channel group? I don't even know what to call it, but it's Showtime. <laughs> showtime! <laughs> he did not stop saying Showtime for the first yeah. three quarters of that. Yeah, Joe Tessitore, brutal. a big Ray Donovan fan. Showtime oh is God. Golden yeah. Tate. Yeah. Um, let's establish so, that. So let's let's establish this now. Mahomes goes over twenty against the Jags. We can't shut him down for the rest of the year. Agreed. Well, I mean, I don't see when we would anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scott, let's go to you. One of, our, one of our favorite matchups to shut down. Yeah, this is a layup for us. Uh, Russell Wilson against the Rams. Tom, you got to start it with this last year. Yeah, even I when the Seahawks are last in the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even when the uh, Seahawks are good, uh, this is a tough matchup. And they're really bad. And the Rams are really good. So yeah. in their 12 matchups, Wilson is averaging 220 passing yards. He's only thrown 14 touchdowns, thrown eight INTs, and he hasn't scored a rushing touchdown against them since 2014. Okay. Loses Will Disley, another reliable weapon. He's down to Baldwin and Lockett, who are two good receivers, but I don't think it's going to be enough. He's going to be running for his life all game, just like he has been all year. You don't, you don't want to start him against them. Another reason, reason number one, 1,285,302. <laughs> of why you don't pick a quarterback early. Yep. Because absolutely. now here you are sitting here with Russell Wilson in week five, who you probably picked in the fourth or fifth round, and you have to bench him. Yeah. You have to bench him. And he hasn't given you anything close to a fourth or fifth round value. He's been horrible. Yeah. And this is the toughest matchup yep. that you can have. And, you know, I, I think the Rams defense is going to be fine. Rams defense can kind of use a little bounce back game. Brandon Marshall just has not worked out for Seattle. He's He caught the touchdown week one, but he's really – seen his targets diminish each They're week. They're he's bad. Not so a, I'm not... Yeah. This is the one shutdown really, where I'm like, yes, no. where I have Russell Wilson, I will not start him. Mine is Andrew Luck. And listen, he's playing Thursday night. 
playing against the Patriots who Barking are no, up the wrong trees, hating on Andrew Luck well, here. <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, I just don't like the situation. He's going off a short week. We're still trying to figure out what he can and can't do against with his shoulder. He did throw the Hail Mary at the end of the first he half of the Texans game. Through 62 attempts. times. But he That's th- a positive. Right. But he's oh, yeah. gonna lose Marlon Mack again. He's gonna he's already No, T- no not Marlon no. Mack. T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, I know that one's actually Jack Doyle, and I know that you're going to react the same way to that one. Well, I but mean, I we just love don't... Jack Doyle, but where has he been? Yeah. What have you done for me lately, right, Jack right. Doyle? I just used don't... to be my boy. <laughs> I just don't love the spot. I don't love the spot for Andrew Luck. Listen, there's a chance that this blows up in my face. He goes for 350-3 and three in a comeback mode kind of situation, similar yep. to what happened with the Texans last week, but... I don't see it. I don't trust it right now with Andrew Luck. It's also the kind of week, week where we're shutting down Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, there's so many options. I get it. Right. Um, if there was a no-brainer left, maybe I'd start them over Andrew Luck. But, um, yeah, yeah, not this week. Not after the performance that I had. Like, where I have him, I'm going to start him. But I get it. Yeah. I get why you would be nervous. And I am, too. You know, it's not like he has been amazing. He had one really, really good week where he threw the ball, like Tom said, 60 times. The the upside for him is he could have that again this week. That's but, the point. It's but, just like you don't think Tom Brady's going to make it rain on the Colts. <laughs> I'd be shocked oh, I do. if he didn't. <laughs> I really do. Um, We're looking at another 50 attempts. Yeah. We hit the yeah. point in the year where in one of the teams where my in one of the leagues where my team's really struggling, I was like, man, I got Naheem Hines. This is really going to be where I start to turn it around. Like that's the point we fit in this season where well, like I got might Naheem be right, Hines. especially yeah, exactly. for this week. I think he'll be a great player. For I this love week. I love him I didn't this week. Get him in our league. I'm mad. And, it, there, and by the way, there is a league where I'm starting Chester Rogers. Nice. So good. I yeah. think he's actually going to have a good week. I almost plum picked uh, Grant. There you go. Yeah. Um, Scotty, let's go to your running back. Okay, I am shutting down Dalvin Cook. So are the Vikings, I think. Aside from a lingering hamstring injury, which Dalvin Cook said to reporters on Monday that not he's 100%. not at 100%. Great thing to get out there for your opponents to keep track of. Right? So now Very we can, smart. Now we can bake in the fact that Philly hasn't allowed more than 55 rushing yards to, to running backs in a game yet. Okay. It was also the only game all season... In which they allowed a running back to score, which was uh, that was against Atlanta. They allowed a guy to score and get 55 yards in the same game. Other than that, and that was Devontae Freeman. It's been nothing. Yeah, yeah. 329 total yards allowed to all running backs face through four weeks. So it's just a really tough matchup. And even if he does start, he's probably going to be in at least somewhat of a split with Latavius Murray and uh, Chris Ham, I believe it is. The last name Ham. You guys seen this guy out there for the Vikings? <laughs> he goes Ham, dude. He does. He well, goes Ham. Hey, he gets a, a couple of carries. I'll tell you what. It's a big week for Hams. Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse trailer. Spider-Ham being voiced by John Mulaney is confirmed to be in the movie. It's very interesting. Check out that trailer after you're done listening to the show. Sure. <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. But I usually do. So it's, yeah. I'm uh, a little ashamed on my own. <laughs> Spider-Ham, <laughs> Spider-Man, baby. man uh, what I'm thinking of is with Spider Ham. It's so Spider Pig from the Simpsons movie. Exactly. It's completely different from that. <laughs> I'll show you the trailer when we're done. It's 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 insane. Um, but I agree with you, Dalvin I can't Cook. Believe ta- you just knew po- that immediately that from my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook's got eighty I lo- episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the shutdown uh, of Dalvin Cook. I think Philly's a tough matchup. He's in a tough spot right now. Like he probably should take a week off. Yeah, but before their buy, I don't know what the Vikings buy situation brutal. is off the Second top of my head. Pick he's looking yeah, like right a now. A terrible one, yeah, absolutely brutal. Like uh, who was it last year? I, I forget. I mean, pretty much everybody who got drafted in the second round last year feels like was a bust. Mike Evans, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I'll I'll go with mine. Giovanni Bernard. 
This is not because there's rumors that Joe Mixon is playing. This, and these are rumors not. because he's listed as questionable and he yeah. was did not participate in Wednesday's practice. So we're going to have to see what he does Thursday and Friday. I'm not super happy with what I'm hearing about Giovanni Bernard, which sucks. Because if Joe Mixon doesn't play and Gio goes out there at less than 100%, you're still going to feel like you have to start him based on what he's given you. But I just don't think you can expect that 20-point 20 touch performance that we've been getting from Gio Bernard in Joe Mixon's absence. It's over for Gio. For yeah. Now. Yeah. I think you're right, Tom. I think Mixon's going to come back and it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Gio didn't play in this game, but, but he's a worthy, worthy handcuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's proven yeah. himself. Yeah, you cannot very drop you worthy he's because off. you're going to pay for it. Miami's not exactly the best matchup for running backs either. So yeah. even like you said, even if Mixon doesn't play, he's still got some tough set. Tough sledding ahead, right? And and especially after I know that they've been a, they were a tough matchup the first three weeks, but just seeing what James White and Sony Michelle did to have Mixon and Gio Bernard out there, right, doing similar things to Michelle and to Michelle, what Michelle and White did respectively, I think that would have been a really interesting tandem and probably would have won them the game easily uh, if Gio were able to get out there healthy. Yeah. Tom, you're shutting down one of uh, one of our one of our darlings, yeah. one of our late darlings from this year. Yeah, I've talked him up a bunch. I do like this guy. He wasn't so late, and he's kind of a we we kind of bought into the hype a little late on him, is what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. I, I was always a kind of a bit of a supporter, and I still am. But this week, uh, it looks like a really positive matchup versus the Bills, uh, and this is Dion Lewis that right. I want to talk about. He's just getting less and less work. It's not that you know, week one, right? I started him, loved it, thought I was a little genius boy. 16 (laughs) rushing attempts, eight targets, rushing touchdown. You're sitting pretty. You're like, wow, this is is potentially a a home run. Week two, less attempts, 14, still pretty great. Week three, nine. Week four, four. And it's just going downhill. And I don't think that the Titans are going to have a problem getting past the Bills. Uh, What you look at now is the Bills really just – Jumped out of the bat. I don't know what how it happened against the Vikings, but I think it's such an outlier that it's like we have to consider that they the Bills are still very very bad. Yeah, you can go back to Survivor picking against the Bills safely. Yes, I was gonna ask because I'm kind of like I'm thinking like I mean maybe not this game of games, but I don't know if I can trust the Titans. I think this is way more of a um, a Derrick Henry game because the lead will be had. Right, and I think you'd like to think yeah. Well, I would like to think that and. I think the stats go to show that. Even in a catch-up game, Deion Lewis had nine targets, which is pretty good. Don't don't get me wrong. For sure. But I don't see this as a catch-up game. No. And I think that the game script just kind of works him out. And especially if he's not getting those rushing attempts to bail him out, there's so many other guys this week. It's just a positive week. You go with your Chris Thompsons. Yeah. You go with your... Your Philip Lindsay's over this yeah. guy. I think Deion Lewis is worthwhile. I definitely don't drop him. But I just don't see the the upside this he's, week he's Agreed. getting game scripted out most yep. likely because yeah. you're right i think that and not to mention the fact that this game could be a complete and utter stinker oh yeah that's what i think if is there's any happen. game this week that could be ultra low scoring and just fantasy disappointing it's this one. it's really this one yep yeah this is why it's a great game to have the suck <laughs> wide receiver scotty that's ryan suck up the <laughs> yes. I'm going with Devin Funches. Um, even coming off a bye, I'm not overly excited. The Giants only allowed seven catches for 79 yards to Drew Brees' receivers, the Saints receivers, which is shocking. And I Michael mean, Thomas Mike Thomas does clamps. that. Michael Thomas does that in a half, and 
they all the receivers combined for just seven for seventy nine. Uh, there's plenty of ways to move the ball on this uh, against this defense, though. I think this apparently is apparently all huge, you need is Taysom Hill. <laughs> I think this is a huge McCaffrey game once yeah. again. The uh, Panthers really don't have much of a problem going away from Funchess when they need to, and I think another week of DJ Moore. You know, now that he's played and he can get implemented into the playbook a little bit better because he kind of gets how the game's going to go more. I think he gets a little more opportunity coming out of a bye, which obviously does not work for Funches as well. Yeah, I it's think an the interesting er- opportunity for DJ Moore this week. Yeah. Like, I, was I going, like him a lot this week. I know. I was going to, like, I have him on one team, and I'm figuring out who to drop for waiver claims and stuff, and right. it's, it's about that time of the year where you drop somebody who's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to – be the idiot this week. I'm going to hang on to DJ Moore coming more off week. the bye. Yeah. You know, Funchess, I already told you I really like this shutdown. Yeah. Funchess is going to be locked up a little bit. Cam is Cam. Yep. He can throw the deep ball, and he hasn't even done that with Do- Torrey Smith. There hasn't been this yeah. like worldly deep ball connection, which he has every year. Yeah, he's right. looking Despite for one. the fact that sometimes the receiver who's got that connection with isn't even very good. No. Again. So all DJ Moore has to do is Be really good. Like, get a good week of practice in. This is a good opportunity to have a good two weeks of practice in. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think uh, I, uh, it could happen. I think the, the bye being so early for the Panthers was huge for the offense specifically because it just gives them another full week to try some new things out in the absence of Greg Olson because right. for the two weeks that they were without him, it just seemed like it was pepper funches with targets. Yeah. And I think that they got by on those two games, but I also think that they could do better. And I think that they know that as well. And I think that we might start to see some new wrinkles, which I do think, as Tom mentioned, I think that might mean some good things for DJ Moore, especially this week with Funches going against he the Jackrabbit. Actually out snapped Jarius Wright. Yeah. Last um, uh, last game that they played. Yeah. So Progress. it's trending that way. You have the practices, and now let's see if it yep comes to fruition my shutdown is a guy who i kind of just am using this as a way to get out some information i'm shutting down jarvis landry against baltimore jimmy smith's coming back for baltimore which is a huge deal their pass defense is about to get a lot better and i think with you know callaway's nicked up rashard higgins is not the answer tom you're about to shut down another pass catcher on the browns i just think that this is going to be a tough week for jarvis to give you that upside wide receiver one numbers that he could give you even though baker mayfield loves him yeah he could you know uh, it's it, just a tough spot for me for jarvis so you're thinking a typical jarvis week classic yeah. Jarvis. yeah like this is seven for 68 yeah i could see that retro jarvis yeah right. yeah. Yeah. yeah throwback to his dolphin days <laughs> yeah dolphinately <Luck> for, <laughs> for shark. shark uh well let's see who uh tom's shutting down any otter picks for you i am shutting down the jets boys Yes. Basically the receiving core. The whole gang? Of the Jets. Yeah. You see Tyreek Hill not able to get behind the Broncos defense, something that he had done in the past, actually. Right. So there goes your Robbie Andersons. And I didn't want to take the easy way out. Oh, hey, just, we uh, we we made out okay with Robbie Anderson. He's not going to be suspended as well, well for those arrests. I mean, Well, how about – I think God. the Jets are acting like he is like, suspended. Yeah, he's They're like, not giving him the ball. Yeah, my thank God is sarcastic because he. I didn't want to take the easy way out by shutting him down because he's not doing anything. Right. He's dropping. The Jets already shut him down. And uh, like, uh, So now I don't think the Broncos are going to get beat deep by Robbie Anderson. I also don't think that Quincy Inunua has some great opportunity here. It's a really tough defense. You watch the first half of that Monday night game. Patrick Mahomes was struggling. Yeah, Despite was, the fact definitely. he didn't throw any interceptions or anything like that. Um, I don't think that Sam Darnold is going to go. And Noon was going to see I Chris mean, Harris too. They're they're home. The Jets are home. Right. 
Uh, and he's going to see Chris Harris, of course. So that is obviously a huge indicator of, you know, banner cornerback matchup. I like mm-hmm. to avoid those. Right. Anunwa did not uh, outperform the coverage that he was given with the Jags. Right. You know, he turned it out there, and mm-hmm. Sam Darnold is not giving you any confidence. Like, yeah, he's not inspiring you like he was week one. So this is another. <laughs> Serving of humble pie yep. for the Jets and Donald's gonna be fat. <laughs> although Anunua was, you know, this awesome He's got a chubby face. It's gonna be real chubby he after would, all this humble pie. Anunua was an awesome like <laughs> pickup guy week one, and I mean, I think he's still got some good matchups ahead of him. But right now, he's in this uh, this matchup lull. Yeah, where it's, it's ugly for the Jets right now because of the matchups. But you know, they're they're a team that had a horrible, horrible record last year, so their schedule will soften up. Yeah. They're not horrible of a team. You know, they're not I, – I know people are going to be like, oh, wow, you like the Jets. But they're not that bad. They're not. And they're not that bad for fantasy either. Yeah, that's no. the line. It's just right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's go to tight end. I'll get us started. Jimmy Graham, elite athletic tight end. The Detroit Lions just faced one in Gronk. I think they had the blueprint set for how they stopped those tight ends with double teams. Uh, we've got, for the Packers, Randall Cobb. Didn't participate in practice Wednesday. Geronimo Allison still in concussion protocol. And just for the hat trick, Devontae Adams showed up as a limited participant in practice today with a calf injury. Well, they're like, listen, Devontae. That's what you I can't go was, out there Scotty. and get yourself hurt. I agree. You, yeah. you, can you go home? <laughs> well, he was listed as limited in practice on the Veterans Wednesday of practice. He's in, getting it now. In week yeah. two. He came out and scored a touchdown week two and looked fine. Right. It's so I don't think it's going to be an issue. Like, what? Our, like 25, 26. He's, he's got their like, vet. Yeah. Now. He really is. Yeah. Um, so Been maybe in the system for how long? It. Yeah. What does he need to go practice yeah. for? Yeah. Right. So I'm shutting down Jimmy Graham. I think Detroit's going to have a, a, a good time covering him. Um, they know that they got to keep an eye on him in the red zone, as now every team does, because he, Jimmy Graham did get the touchdown uh, against Buffalo I can't last think of week. His name, but their middle linebacker is really good. for, yeah. the, for the Lions, it's a second. Is it year still guy. Steven Tulloch? No, okay. no, it's a second year guy, but uh, he's a stud. He's really good in coverage too. Right. So I, okay. I mean, that's a fine shutdown. All right, Scott, we'll stay with you. I'm going with Ebron. Um, it's more matchup than player, as I do think uh, Ebron's going to get peppered, but. Uh, I think the short, you know, the short week means Jack Doyle's not going to play. Um, we already see T.Y. Hilton ruled out, but like I said, it's more matchup than player. The Pats have allowed 11 catches for 119 yards and one touchdown to the position so far this year. Over the last two weeks, they've only allowed three catches for 19 yards to the position. So seems like they kind of have it figured out. Also, the Pats do a good job of shutting down the other team's best option. And and by default, that is where we are in Indy. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. I think that they're going to do a good job shutting down the Pats, the Colts' number one option, Eric Ebron. Yes. Um, unfortunately, Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, yeah. But with tight end, as we know, all it takes is one. Ebron's the kind yeah. of guy who could get you one in this He's also the game. kind of guy who could just dork it. Yeah, of yeah. course. He's the guy who could dork. <laughs> it's not even just a kind of like that's who he's been for his whole career. Uh, Tom, this one hurts me, as you know, but Speaking I agree with you. I agree with the call. Dorking it. What would you say is a middling uh, tight end performance? Four catches for 45 yards. I thought I was going to get the classic five for 50. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can go with five for 50. That is what the Ravens average letting up to tight ends and okay. they've played some pretty good ones. Yeah. Right? So they're, they've let up zero touchdowns. So okay. they're averaging zero touchdowns, five receptions for 55 yards. Okay. And the tight are the tight ends that they played Charles clay on the bills who 
is, by the way, the number one receiver on their offense. Yeah. He had more fantasy points than anyone on the Bills last week. Yeah. Uh, Bengals, that's with Tyler Eifert. That's with uh, Uzama. That's and our boy Croft. It was with Croft. More on that later. Yeah. Then Jake Butt, a world beater, who would have had a breakout game last uh, Monday if you saw all the tight end work that the Browns were getting. Yeah. And then Vance McDonald and Jesse James. So no slouches at the position. For yeah. sure. No touchdowns either. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my case. If he wants to, you be still haven't even said who it is. Yeah. It's David and Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, just quickly on the tight the, end for the Browns. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> quickly, the one playing the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> quickly on the Jeff Hurman, we had a fan hit us up. They just had like an ultimate plum pick on a Monday night only Fanduel played Hurman and ended up getting the perfect lineup and winning himself some money. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that. They they were like, I got to get a pick in. Like you got to give me one pick. And so we're gonna get to yeah, that. Yeah, we in the even plum went picks. over it a little bit. It's Ryan yeah. Grant. He's yeah. Uh, He's in on Ryan yeah. Grant this week, yeah. and uh, so I agree with him. Yeah, back to Inj- back to Njoku though, Tom. I agree. This Ravens defense is for real. When you look at what they did to the Pittsburgh on Sunday night, I mean, this is a this is a vaunted defense. This is a defense that should scare you, especially if you don't have that elite level talent at a position. And that's not what Njoku is right now. And so I'm look. You got to look elsewhere if you have Njoku this week. You just have to. Yeah, maybe if, if you don't want to drop him, I get it. If you want to hold two tight ends for the week, but this isn't the week to play in Joker. Agreed. It could be a tough one for Baker. Yeah. Uh, with that, we will move on now to our plum picks. I can feel it down in my plums. And it's pretty much the whole league, but we do want to highlight specific players. Like we said, a lot of great matchups this week. We'll get to it in the slate. But right now, my quarterback, Marcus Mariota. I think he's all the way back. He looked very good last week against yep. the Eagles. Corey Davis may have really established himself against the Eagles last week. Finally, they get the Bills this week, who we've already talked about. It might be the point where we're back to just unloading on the Bills, using our survivor pick against the Bills. So for this, I think Marcus Mariota has a great week. He looks like he's kind of back to that mobile threat that we love about him. When he's healthy, he's very good. Yeah, and he's he's getting that experience and. I just think he's in for a really solid 20-point week. I think uh, they decided week. he was healthy, yeah. not him. Yeah? Pretty much. Kind yeah. of. I Took the reins right. off like, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I guess uh, guess you can go back in. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, they, right. yeah. You're right. They don't really have much of a yeah. choice. <laughs> uh, Tom, for your quarterback, nothing to really worry about with this guy health-wise because he's been a horse ever since he came into the league, and that's what we love about him. Well, sure, and I'm going with Dak Prescott. He's a runner. He'll uh, take some hits. He's... He's been a tough guy, and he's been a tough guy to own in fantasy over the last several weeks. Yeah. I shut him down last week. He bit me in the butt with that, but I'll go back to the roulette wheel analogy, and I'll show you a lot of weeks where he's uh, pretty pretty stinking bad. Yeah. But if he's going to be passing to Zeke like this, and if this was the Zeke passing breakout game, there's a million other quarterbacks this week I could have plump picked. Yeah, but I sure. say this to say that I think if you are in a quarterback needy position, and you draft, or if you pick up Dak this week, and he goes out and does another good week against the Houston Texans, who've been giving it up. Oh yeah, giving it up. Andrew Look at what Luck, Naheem Hines just did. Andrew to this Luck team. thirty burger, uh, Eli Manning twenty burger, yeah. which is big for him these That's days. That's basically a thirty burger. Might for be the else. last twenty burger of Eli Manning's yeah, career. I mean, they're just not stopping anybody. Yeah, and they're getting into these track meets, and that's perfect. And you bring up Naheem Hines. If Ezekiel Elliott is gonna, if Ezekiel Elliott is gonna be a passing back, right? And if we just saw the breakout, then that Dak is route. gonna be so much more valuable. So to add him now 
and to maybe hang on to him and ride this heater that could be coming. Yeah. Dak was the quarterback one in the first half of last year. Yeah. Granted, he was the quarterback like 28 yeah. in the latter half. But he was a high-end QB1 at the beginning of last he, year, too. Yeah, he was the quarterback oh, one. Oh, the one you're saying. Right, through right, like right. Week, From week one to like week nine. Right. Yeah. Not even kidding. Yeah. yeah. And we are so quick to forget that. Yeah, So sure. if we're going to involve like an amazing talent in Ezekiel Elliott and give him passing options and throw the longest pass of the year on the Cowboys offense to Zeke down the field. It was beautiful. And just dime. Giddy up. I'm going to take Dak and I'm going to yep. see what I can get out of him yep. from this point on. He's he's probably available. Dak yeah, to the future. He's definitely available. I agree. I like it. All right, Scotty, let's go with yours because I'm already going to say that I'm on board with this. This is a pretty deep dive. I'm going with Josh Rosen. Let's do this. And, of course, everyone's going to say, you know, you're crazy. But the 49ers have not allowed less than 20 fantasy points to a quarterback in a single game yet. Four straight games, 20-plus. I get that, you know, I, I get the ugly scenario and everything like that for the Cardinals. But this matchup is made in heaven. This defense is not only horrible, but banged up on top of it. No Richard Sherman, no Jaqueski Tart, who is their other second best D-back. So they're decimated back there. They've allowed three passing touchdowns in three straight games. And the kicker for all this and the reason why I put him as my plum pick he is the cheapest starting quarterback option in DraftKings. Let's do it. I'm all in. I love it. Put um, Josh Rosen in your DraftKings lineup and go yeah. out there and get yourself Kamara and, and Antonio Brown or, you know, all those high-priced guys. Right. And I feel like there's no way he's not going to get 15. He he got like 12 last week in, a, in a, obviously a much tougher matchup. So I think it's a fine spot to go out there and go with Rosen. I love it. I'm all like I said. I agree. I'm all in. Whatever you were gonna say, I was gonna agree with. This is, this is a layup. The only thing that it's gonna take is the courage to do it. That's and right. if you got the courage <laughs> to do it, then all for it. Send us your screenshots you at Ruts FF. In that sack? Exactly. Oh, you got oh, the plums. Yeah, that's right. Fresh that's down right. at the farmer's market. I got the plums. You'll all see. Right. You'll see in my draft. All right, let's do it. Uh, we'll go to uh, we'll stick with you, Scott, for running back. Okay, I'm going with Aaron Jones. Um, I never thought I'd be plum picking an Aaron on Green Bay. That wasn't yeah. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I think Jones just proved it last week. 11 yeah. carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. He catches a 17 yard pass as well. And you know, Williams and Tymont just haven't done enough for me to say that they deserve carries. So how, you know, I, I, I have to feel as though the coaching staff feels the same way. And the kicker is Aaron Rodgers is on this guy's side. You know, yeah. I've seen interviews where he's like, Aaron Jones needs the ball more. You know, he's a playmaker. We need to get him the ball. He's, a, like, he's like, I love him. Yeah, he loves him. So like that. No, I love him. We all love him. Oh, Aaron Jones, you mean? I love him. Yeah, I think, it, I think that this is the time for him, especially in this matchup where the Lions have just been getting run all over. It's a perfect game where they could try to preserve Rodgers a little bit and just pound it with Aaron Jones. I think he has a big old week. I was so wrong about Jamal Williams going into this season. It's I was disgusting. team Aaron Jones, and I'm happy to be. Ugh. And I, I have it, Jamal Williams every. I never really chose a side, but I started to warm to Jamal Williams after what the coach said about him. Yeah, you know, he really hyped him up, and maybe that's delivered. what caused the divide between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers that we're dealing with right now. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the Aarons stick together. Yeah, um, I'm going with Matt Breida versus Arizona now. You got a running back playing against Arizona, number one in points led up against the running back in all scoring formats, pretty much a layup. Yeah, but. 
I'm talking Matt Breida for another reason. Alfred Morris's snap shares. Week one, 51.5%. Week two, 48.4%. 33.8% in week three. 23.3% in week four. What does that say? It's going Matt lower. Breida <laughs> is taking over the backfield Deservedly in San so. Francisco. This team is bad. This team is going to be losing. Alfred Morris has only caught how many passes in a season? 17. There you go. Record. So this is not this is not anymore of a shared backfield. Matt Breida, he's your every week running back to going forward every single week except for the 49ers bye. If you want to start him, start him over anybody. I'm starting him over Lamar Miller this week. You got to keep track of that knee, but he's been limited and then he came out and played very well. On Sunday last week, I think it's going to be more of the same. He gets Arizona. There is no better matchup. You have to roll this guy out there. Do whatever you need to do to get Matt Burita in your lineup. And he's probably still a pretty cheap FanDuel DraftKings option. Yeah, so I would stick him in there too. He's going to catch passes. He's going to get those bail those bailout catches at the end of the game. If they're losing like we think we will because yep. Josh Rosen's going to ball out. I'm all in on Matt Burita this week and going forward. Head of the Burita party, Don. Yes. The Burita party. Yep. I like that. <laughs> Always a Breda made, never the Breda. <laughs> Always a Breda, never a Morris. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, well, uh, should be the opposite. You're right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Alvin Morris can't even be my Morris of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to Zach Morris. I don't know. Tom, your, your plump pick running back. My plump pick running back is a deep cut. And he's been around for quite some time. An right. oldie but a goodie, if and you And he's will. not going away. No. And... Every year this happens. Every year. Every single year. And this man's name is Frank Gore. Unbelievable. The Infinity Gore. Is it Gore. Frank Gore's backfield? The Infinity Gore. Infinity Gore. Okay. They were in the most negative game script you could imagine yeah. last week. Yeah. And Frank Gore got more targets than Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Sickening. Unbelievable. Frank Gore Unbelievable. has been getting more traction in that backfield. Had a great touchdown. Yep. The guy has been, he's just doing it again. He's again. still there. I'm talking, when you're in these 12-man leagues, this is guy, this is a starter. Yeah. This is a flex option. This I'm is actually guy, pretty desperate in one of my 12-man <laughs> leagues. I'm about to go pick him up. He's $3,900 oh on draft Oh, my God, man. He's getting more receptions. Okay, and now, 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 he's playing <laughs> the Bengals. The team that had McCaffrey rip oh, him. Oh, yeah. Just everyone. Rip them for 184 yards. Tevin Coleman and Edo Smith, too. Combined. Tevin Coleman and Edo Smith. They haven't let up less than 100 yards to the running back position yet. <laughs> so okay. what? what's the worst you can get for $3,900? 50 a, yards. Yeah. 50 <laughs> yards. Couple a couple receptions. To, yeah. You're going to get close to 10 and points maybe a touchdown. for 3,900 yards and maybe a touchdown. And not for to mention that this dude's one of the best running backs the ever. NFL's ever seen. Ever. Yeah. 3,900 yards. You should play him in DraftKings this week. And you know what? If you're in a crowded league and you need a guy, you got a spot to burn like my boy Scotty over here. Infinity Gore. Infinity, Infinity Gore. Gore. <laughs> I'm proud to pick him this week. I'm happy as hell to pick him. You this should week. be proud to pick him. It's like plump picking Larry Fitz. There's it's, a certain pride that goes It's just with one it. of those things where it's like if his name wasn't Frank Gore, You'd be playing him already. Yeah, he'd be if owned. This was he'd like, be owned everywhere. If this was Kalen Balaj, right? Right. If this was Kalen Balaj, like he'd some be people everywhere. thought it'd be, they'd be like, all right, this is the Kalen Balaj breakout game. <laughs> he out-targeted Kenyon Drake last week. He's been getting plenty of work. He scored a touchdown, and he's he's affordable still on DraftKings. Right. Get in before his price gets too high. <laughs> yep. 
But just guess what? His name is just Frank Gore. Yep. It's the yep. only difference. And yep. he's old, so people are like, Ugh. Every yeah. year. This has been happening for like half a decade now. That's crazy. That exactly. People think Frank Gore will stop. There's, he yep. can't stop. He's not stopping. He won't stop. I'm glad I'm encountering zero hate on this. No, you're Dude, not going to get It's that kind of week. It's that kind of week. The matchups are great. You're not going to get games are going to be awesome. Frank Gore, you know? Frank Gore's yeah. just too good. I'm pumped to pick him. Can I convince you to stick with you for one pick wide receiver? You want me to just go? I mean, whatever you'd like. All right, let's do it, Tom. Who's your plump pick wide receiver? <laughs> My Good plump pick job, Don. Wide receiver. Oh, did you guys know you I was plump on the pick the team. same uh, tight end? At least on my document. That's anyway, I'll, I'll my plump pick wide receiver is John Brown. Smokey. 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 Only you can prevent deep ball incompletions. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was going when I started talking. Only you can prevent deep ball incompletions. I guess John Brown could prevent deep yeah, ball Yeah, because he catches them all. Because it was an interesting way of getting them. there, but you got there, Don. Um, John Brown has scored in three or four games. He is arguably Joe Flacco's favorite target. I don't think it's, I don't an, think argument it's an argument anymore. anymore. It's really not. Yeah. And Terrence Mitchell was injured during last week's Browns game. A cornerback who's pretty good. Yep. And what they're going to do is they're going to throw the respect on Crabtree's name, as everyone but Richard Sherman does. Yes. <laughs> and John Brown is going to wind up with backups. Yeah. And John Brown is not a guy who can be guarded by backups. No, too fast. So I get the argument that this guy is a deep ball, you know, one-hit wonder kind of guy. And yeah. maybe he will fizzle out a little bit. But not this, this, isn't, this, this isn't the game. Not this week. And I understand the statistical thing. You know, he shouldn't be scoring this much. Maybe he'll stop scoring at the end of the year. Maybe. But for now, the schedule's front-loaded for him. This is a great opportunity, and he's going to score. I love it. It's tough to say he's not going to score. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to do with a, his, with his what, how he's played. It is tough to you say. You know, yeah. John Brown has kind of turned into what we thought John Ross was going to be. He's yeah. almost a guarantee to score a deep touchdown well, every I, week. What I already said in the beginning of the year is, oh, no, that was about Juju. But I'll go ahead and say it here, too, is that he is what Tyler Lockett's supposed to be. Yeah. Exactly. Like Tyler Lockett yeah. had a good stretch of games, but it wasn't because um, like he was just it was necessity. It was based. necessity. John Brown is also doing things that you wouldn't expect John Brown to be doing. He's getting short red zone targets. Yeah, he has over fifty percent of the red zone targets on the Ravens. This and if I told crazy, you that man. by week four, Michael Crabtree would not be that guy. He'd be stunned. that John Brown would have over fifty percent. I think it's five of nine. Yeah, it's yep. awesome. It's awesome. Really so is. I'm gonna do a. Uh, congrats to anyone who picked him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of congrats well, to whoever picked him up. Oh, you got more, Tom? Yeah, I'm gonna do a ruts first here. Tom's okay. not done. I'm not done. I am. Uh, just accepted the trade offer from Don. Oh wow! wow. That Dude. I'm pretty sure he might have forgot about. No, that. I didn't. I because yeah. Thank you. That's and a huge trade for me. Accepted my plum pick wide receiver. And traded away my shutdown yep. running back. Yep. Were you wait? Did you know that you were going to accept it yeah. and do it? Oh, dude, this is such a cool moment for the show. <laughs> way to go, Tom. That's how you bring new flavor in. Nice. 80 episodes in. Speaking of keeping it rolling and speaking of you're lucky that you picked this guy up. Scott, who's your plum pick wide receiver? I'm going with Tyler Boyd. Hell yeah. I mean, he's just proven it. Would right? you start him over Cooper Cup this week? No, I wouldn't bench any Rams. Can't bench a ram at this I can't, point. I can't. Would you really start him can't. over Baldwin? Um, 
See, yes. I want to get him in the lineup, man. I think I I'm. I, I think I would. I don't know. I and don't I'm know. never benching him for Keenan Allen. No, no. no. I mean, me. I don't think I mean, so. Opposite. But um, over the last three weeks, 31 targets turned into 23 catches, 323 yards, and two touchdowns. It's the almost off- an Adam Thielen pace. I mean, he's just killing it. The offense is completely on fire. Now we normally don't advocate wide receivers against Miami because of Xavier Howard and how awesome he's been. Guess what? He's spending all his time with A.J. Green and, you know, all the outside number one wide receivers that they've faced have done pretty much nothing. Chris Hogan did nothing. Amari Cooper did nothing. Corey Davis just saw a ton of targets, didn't do much with them, and Robbie Anderson did absolutely nothing. Yep. But these second options and the guys that work over the middle kind of had their way with Philip Dorsett, Jordy Nelson, and Quincy Inunua. Um, you know, Miami doesn't give it up to the to, like to the outside receivers. I think Boyd is just going to gash them over the middle all yeah. game, just like he did against the Falcons, just like he's been doing all year. Yeah, I agree. I think Tyler Boyd, you roll with him. You roll with him until he yeah, proves that you can't trust him. But I'm starting. trusting him every single week from going forward because A.J. Green's still commanding that wide receiver one attention, and Tyler Boyd is still giving you that wide receiver one production. Which yeah. AJ Green also is as well. Yep. This is just a really good Bengals offense, and They're hot because right now. it's the Bengals, and you know we're gonna try to hashtag destigmatize the Bengals, just like we're trying <laughs> to destigmatize Red Lobster. <laughs> but that's an inside joke for another time. I think. I think we've said it on the podcast. We have, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just think that like take advantage of that, right? That's how you got Tyler Boyd in the first place. Like you can start Tyler Boyd wherever you want, as long as the matchup is like medium yeah. plus. Oh yeah, full PPR is an awesome start. Yeah. Uh, for my plum pick wide receiver, I'm going with one of my favorite players in the league. Man catch Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones' last four games against Green Bay, who he plays this week. Six catches, 205 yards, two touchdowns. Wow. Five catches, 76 yards. I remember that game. Fine. Seven catches for 107 yards and two touchdowns. Four catches for 81 yards and a touchdown. I rest my case. Yeah, that's those are just incredible numbers. Pretty much guaranteed From five catches, pretty player. much guaranteed 75 yards, and almost a guaranteed touchdown. And two of those games had two touchdowns. Correct. So he's Six averaging over a touchdown. for 205 and two What I was burying other in my, in my phone was uh, I have no argument to the Marvin Jones. You're thing. never getting a Marvin Jones argument no. on, Not on this nope. podcast. Um, it's a good week, guys. I'm telling you. I know John Ross did uh, tweak his leg okay. as well. Right. Uh, Adding to was, Scott's Tyler Boyd exactly. argument. So he was limited this week. So, yeah. I mean, even if he plays, you know, he might be a little hobbled. And and no Eifert and no Geo, possibly. So all these underneath and targets Joe Mixon could not, just be Boyd getting yeah. peppered. Joe Mixon possibly having to return to game speed might need a little adjustment period, too. I don't I don't, I don't, don't hate the, the Tyler Boyd love. You, I mean, it's going to be I awesome have, for like, him. I, I, for my flex in one league, I have Carlos Hyde and him. Yeah. And it's really, really hard to bench Carlos Hyde because he's been so good. But Leads I think I might. Touches yeah. as a running um, back. No running back has more touches than Carlos Hyde. Jeez. Speaking of which. And no running back has more red zone rushing attempts than Carlos Hyde. Perfect. Speaking That's of which. You can't bench that. We were talking about the Bengals, Tom. Can't your plum it. pick. Tight end. He's this back. has got to be the longest episode ever, by the way. Yeah, we're yeah. I was gonna talk about this in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler Croft. Yes. Um, is it as simple as well? Tyler Eifert's out, so he's gonna get peppered. It's not that simple. I think that he's gonna be really cheap, and I think that I'm in maybe a minority, and maybe even the podcast in a minority. I just wanted to bring up that we didn't even bring up Uzama or whatever you want right. to call Uzoma. 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 Uzama. Um, Uzama so fat. 
<laughs> There's a free team name for everybody. Every, like everyone has him projected for more points because he scored more points so far this year. I don't see it that way. I, I guess I'm on an island. I don't know where you guys stand with this, but I think it's Tyler Croft. I think it's just because of you know two tight end sets or yeah. what they had at the time or who was on the field, the personnel packages. Because last year it was not this way. It was Tyler Croft, and they were and both Croft there. Did, and yeah, and, and Tyler Croft did nothing to. Uh, show you that it should be otherwise. Right. So I just want to say I want to plant my flag for Team Tyler Croft. Um, every time I plum picked him last year, he scored. Yeah. Which was three times. Yeah. So and four touchdowns. So you don't have to ride with me on this one, but just know that this is where my flag is planted. Yeah. I'm with and, you. Uh, I'm Team Tyler Croft. Me right. too. You Zoma so ugly, <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Uh, I tried to steal this from you, so in my apology, I am letting you have Vance McDonald. Thank you. Um, Vance McDonald just, you know, I think the tight end matchups are actually a little ugly this week. They're not, you know, there's not as much appeal for tight ends as, you know, as is often the case. But uh, Vance McDonald has seen five targets for three straight weeks, 12 catches, 200 yards, and a touchdown in those three weeks. Even after a fumble last week, they still kept him involved, which was really nice to see. And then you think about how the Falcons don't have Deion Jones. They don't have both their starting safeties. So I think that this is just another big Vance McDonald week, and uh, he throws down another you know, another solid performance with the possible touchdown, and that's all you could really ask for from the tight end. Yeah, absolutely. I'm spot-starting Vance McDonald. Trey Burton's bye week is hitting me in a very real way. Uh, I have him in five of my seven leagues. And uh, Jeez. yeah, exactly. I was Vance I bu- McDonald five of seven. No, no, no. I have Trey Burton in five oh. of seven. <laughs> so in two leagues, I'm starting Vance McDonald. Nice. And in the other three, I'm starting my plum pick, Ricky Seals Jones. Nice. I'm going Tutty Buddy Stack with Scott Rosen. San Francisco's given it up to tight ends all year. Gates scored against them last week. Yep. Gates played well against them last week. Yep. It's going to be a big week for Thought Seals Jones. Thought there was going to be a Gates insult in there, and I was no. not ready for it. No, 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 no. We're not, not on this we're podcast. We're never ready for those. Not, not up in here. here. <laughs> Jinx. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, now I can't talk. Second week in a row. Yep. <laughs> Got you. Um, so, yeah, I just I really like uh, Ricky Seals Jones, and that's uh, kind of all I'm going for here. I, I don't have as many. I don't have any stats for it. I just kind of well, this think is this is going to be the one for him. McDonald. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So I wasn't quite there. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah but I'm fine I agree with, with Scott. It's kind of an ugly tight end week. Yeah, every other position looks great. Yeah, it's a tougher week for tight ends. But yeah. uh, Ricky Seals Jones is is getting targets. Right, he's still getting a couple targets oh, yeah. here and there. So if you can, you can cash in against the 49ers. Yeah. No problem. So let's then move on to the slate. Now, again, this is a really good week. So we're not going to be too oppositional in terms of like you're crazy for starting this person, quite frankly, because there's just so many good matchups. So this may even go quick, a little bit quicker than usual. Chicago and Tampa Bay on by. So make sure you get those guys out of your lineups. No Trey Burton, no Tariq Cohen, unfortunately, Uh, no Mitchell Trubisky, no Cameron Brait, no Mike Evans. I think they know the players. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Colts Patriots. We We're trying to go quick. Yeah. No uh, yeah. Dirk Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Colts Patriots. Uh, you're rolling out your Patriots. You're rolling out luck, maybe, in, unless you can find a superstar Sony, option. Michelle. Yes, baby. this is a big game for him. I'd still yeah. roll out James White as well. Yeah, no oh, doubt. Absolutely. The role, yeah. And Edelman, too. Edelman's, uh, Edelman's back, back, baby. Starting James White until further notice for every week. Yeah, Probably. I think those two are going to be Especially full-point PPR. I, there's a chance uh, Gronk doesn't play, and if he doesn't, uh, I mean, if you're playing like Thursday, Monday, FanDuel, whatever, then yep. there's a chance you want to throw out Hollister. Yes, not Dwayne Allen. Oh, yeah. 
He's not the Dwayne Allen, not the guy. I'd say it's Hollister. Yeah. Titan Titans Bills gotta go with Corey Davis after last week. Mariota's looking good for this week. Tom, you mentioned you think it's a Derrick Henry week. I really don't think anybody's starting any bill this week. No. It's it's, 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 it's to that, that point for Shady really McCoy. McCoy. Talk about wasted second round pick. I was trying to think of a guy named Bill on another team that I would start. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working on that. I, yes. There's not a lot of bills. There's no. not a lot of wills either that we can just like say, like you can't even say Bill Disley because he's hurt now. <laughs> uh, Falcon Steelers roll everybody out. I mean, everyone. Ridley startable. Game Hooper startable. Everyone. Yeah. Devonta Both teams Freeman. letting up 30 points a game. Devonta Freeman, 100. percent Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's going to be back yep. and ready to roll. Thank you for your services, Tevin Coleman. Would you guys bench him to wait a week and see how the split goes, or can no. you start Tevin you can too? Start, you can always start Tevin Coleman. Yeah, All right. always can start Tevin Coleman for the Tud. Broncos, Jets. How do we feel about DT? Benchable, droppable? He's definitely Both. on deep on the pine. He at needs this to point. go out into the parking lot and do some Oklahoma drills. Yeah. yeah, they. Yeah, they. He needs some discipline over there. It seems like they. He just doesn't have to try. He's yeah. not trying. Yeah, this, they, this is going to be a really ugly game. I mean, I would trust the, the Broncos running backs and Sanders. I wouldn't I'm, play anyone else in this I'm game. playing against Manny Sanders in a lot of leagues this week, and I am terrified. It's yeah, he not, could have a big one. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a terrified of Manny week. Yeah. All right. Uh Jags have good safeties. Yeah. Jags Chiefs, it's a tough week for a wide receiver. You can do a lot worse than Keelan Cole and Dee Westbrook. Way yeah, worse. I think it's a, sure. almost like a breakout game for both of them. Yeah. Blake Bortles. Something's got to give in this game, huh? Blake Bortles' yeah. honorary plum pick here, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a game where Leonard Fournette is not going to be playing. Is yeah. Yeldon a must start? Yes, of oh, course. Yeah. And Blake Bortles passes way, way more without Fournette in the lineup. And yeah. this is a pass susceptible yeah. team. So. Um, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, you're probably not going to have better options. Mahomes, you might. So we understand if you're benching him in fear, but you also just know that you might really get burned on that. So I benched Tyreek yeah. in a deep. So league. give it some thought. Uh, Packers Lions. This is the this is a big roll. This is a traditional roll everybody out kind of game. How do we feel about Carry On Johnson specifically? Um, still didn't get a lot of carries. Only got nine carries last week. They so. asked Matt Patricia how he felt about that, and they said, "I think that's a fine amount. Like I think he's he's getting the right amount of work. So it's like." Not very enthusing at all for carry on. Sounds like a Belichick disciple to me. <laughs> yeah, right. But he deserve he definitely deserves more work. He didn't yeah. get it. One sleeper I love for this game, Marquez yes. Valdez scant. That was my next question. If he gets the start <laughs> and Geronimo Allison and Cobb are both out, this is the second receiver on the Packers. We've talked about that plenty of times. I would assume he's gonna have a good game. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that Mike McCarthy called him out by name. In his press conference today, saying Marquez is good to go if these guys can't go. So oh hopefully God, Allison clears because I like how he's been playing this year. Ravens Browns. I think the only question we've got you're going to start John Brown. Flacco is a two QB consideration, I think. Um, but the running back situation for Baltimore and Cleveland does um, it matter? Are you my two cents on this one is that I already riddled off or rattled off the Carlos Hyde stats, right? And Nick Chubb only had three carries. I think maybe he's deserved the chance to double his workload to yeah. six carries. <laughs> Whoa! And like, I, and I honestly mean that. Like, right. maybe give him six carries, and if he doesn't go for a hundred on six carries or like light the world on fire again, 
then just keep feeding Carlos Hyde. You paid the guy. Right. Um, you get the tutelage for Nick Chubb underneath Carlos Hyde. For sure. The plan is still in place, and Carlos Hyde's right. still the guy. I wouldn't be starting Nick Chubb. I would start either Ravens running back. I yeah. wouldn't be super excited about it, but I would start them. Yeah. But you're, are you scared of Hyde at all? It's a tough matchup, no. but he's just getting too many red zone he's touches. He's getting too many touches right. in general. You can't go away from that at that yeah. position. where uh, You'd have to be super loaded to see yeah. Hyde. Speaking of too many touches that you can't get away from, Christian McCaffrey's Panthers take on the Giants. <laughs> Panthers coming off their bye, so McCaffrey's legs are going to be rested. Uh, this is my survivor pick him. of the week, I think. I have How do we feel it. about I that? I like that a lot. Yeah. At, at home coming off a bye. Pay against up. the Giants. Pay up for McCaffrey this yeah, week. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's what I'll say. I think he's going to go yeah. buck wild. I don't see anything stopping Saquon from giving you, you know, running back two, running back one numbers. Besides their offense. Besides the rest of the offense They're being painful terrible. painful to watch. Yeah. Panthers susceptible to the deep ball. So Eli uh, doesn't throw them. I was just so going to say, Eli throw that out the window. a pass to Odell Beckham over 20 yards since week two. Which kind of makes it seem like they're going to uncork one to him on the first play, well, right? His average depth of target is getting shorter and shorter every game. Eli's... Uh, Bad. Doing everything he can to make people mad. And everybody was mad that the Giants didn't take a quarterback so high in the draft. Well, guess what? They're going to be in position to do it again this year. And they <laughs> no. still probably won't do it. Yeah. Dolphins-Bengals. Tale of two surprise three and one teams. Uh, Dolphins came crashing back down to earth. Bengals continue to look very good, very consistent. Uh, we love the Bengals' offense in this game, especially at I home. think this is going to be a, a good fantasy this game. This is a weirdly yeah. start them all. I think right? I, I'm never going to really – I don't own Devontae Parker. Right. I don't own Danny Amendola. Does but anyone? But I would start Kenny Stills oh, yeah. this week. I have Kenny in a couple leagues, and I'm not scared to throw him out there and give him the start. The Well, you of all people never are. Never. But the Bengals are allowing like 300 passing yards per game, so this could be a big uh, passing game for Miami. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, Raiders Chargers, soon to be Las Vegas versus Los Angeles. Three years ago, it would have been Oakland versus San Diego. Um, that has nothing to do with anything, but this is definitely a, a bring them all out game. Probably not going to get Bosa, so I think Derek Carr is in for another big week. Chargers yeah. secondary is very, very weak at this point. Yeah, outside of Derwin up. James, who's been playing out of his mind um, for the Chargers. Mike Williams starting this week is not a is not something that scares me. I think Keenan Allen has a he big a bounce back this week. week. I think he it's did. a good one for Keenan Allen. I, I don't see anyone that I wouldn't start necessarily. Even Marshawn has had some really good performances. So I'm not afraid of really any fantasy relevant option. A right. deep like uh, deep twelve man league sleeper, I think, especially in PPR leagues, is Jalen Rashard. I think he's this could be a good game script game for him. He almost had double digit catches week one. He hasn't really sniffed that again, but yeah. Yeah, I mean he, I think he had like six catches for like sixty yards last week too. So yeah. he's shown the ability in the in the right game script and this could easily be one of those because sure. the Chargers have just been putting up points on everybody. Yep. Cardinals at 49ers, I gotta be honest, I gave I gave some serious consideration to taking the Cardinals and the Fandle Survivor. David Johnson comeback game. This this is Gotta the spot. This Gotta is be. the spot. The San Francisco 49ers have missed more tackles on runs than any team in the last like two years. Hashtag stats. That. Um, and I mean, even if that's incorrect at this point, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they're terrible. Um, from earlier, Josh Rosen in uh, DraftKings, $4,700. Wow. Think so about what like you a, can afford at running he's back. He's like if a you mid-level tight end. <laughs> you can afford Frank Gore. <laughs> and then think about what you can afford. <laughs> um, but for the 49ers, 
Kittle's proven that you can start him every week. Yeah, it's got to be Kittle and Brita. Kittle, Brita. That's it. Yeah. I mean, Larry's still too banged up. A, where does he not finish as a top 10 tight end? Exactly. Yeah. There's just too much opportunity for him to do that. Vikings-Eagles, I think we've proven it. This Vikings pass attack is going to be fine no matter what defense it plays. Their ground game is going to be non-existent, as Scott mentioned with the shutdown of Dalvin Cook for the Eagles. Uh, Alshon getting the Rhodes treatment. Tom, you talked about how that might not mean anything to Alshon Jeffrey. Maybe our boy Aguilar has a bit of a bounce back. He's been yeah. ugly the past couple weeks. I think he'll have a good opportunity this week. He's still getting a lot of targets, and the second corners are obviously yeah. no Xavier Rhodes for, yeah. for the Vikings. And a lot's been made about Anthony Barr letting up big plays. Well, guess who he's mainly going to be guarding this week? Zach Ertz. Ouch. Look out. Yeah, have yeah. fun with that. Uh, Rams-Seahawks, the late-breaking news of the day for the Rams – Cairo Santos is their new kicker. He was of Chiefs fame. Uh, spent all of last year injured. I mean, you can definitely around. pick him up. He's pickupable. I, I did it. I did it everywhere. I think uh, you beat me to it in the league that we're in together. I think Brandon Cooks is in for a huge one with the departure of. Love Earl the Thomas. sound of that. I know. <laughs> By the way, I'm totally on board. I think I said this on Monday, but I'm totally on board with the way Earl Thomas handled himself after he got hurt. Yeah. yeah um, I think he did bring that up, but um, they're they're gonna kill it. The the Rams. I mean, you know, like we've been saying, we'll let you know when to worry about the Rams and all their players. But they're, it's not right now. They're fine. You can yeah. start them against anyone. Um, I like Doug this week. Doug Baldwin. He's somewhere in a top fifteen play. I mean, he's he, gotta be. He, I don't know when he's not, and I like him this week for just a better chance at yeah. being himself we're gonna I mean, get back to russell wilson and doug baldwin versus the world mode at some point yeah and, even if and russell it could wilson start this week doesn't do that great that doesn't mean that doug baldwin can't right uh cowboys texans this is this feels like i don't know trap game. this is a, this is a sucky sunday night game I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a weird one. It could be like weirdly really entertaining because yeah. they're two teams that don't really know each other. It's that like a well. double trap game. Yeah. <laughs> this game has as equal of odds as being like a 20 to 17 slog fest as it does being like a 30 to 27 shootout. I mean, yeah. I don't in my see, opinion, I think it could be uh, I think it could be a pretty good game. I, I hope so. I'm not against playing pretty much anybody. Yeah. This one. If Will Fuller is out, uh, Kiki Kute. Yeah. Yes. Very much worth a play, like a, a start in, in across leagues. He can even be. Yeah. And if uh, Will Fuller does play, can we pencil him in for a touchdown, which he's done every game he's played with Deshaun Watson? I, I mean, he got it at this point. Yeah, if he plays, you got to play him. And plus, don't forget DeAndre Hopkins last week, ten for one sixty nine and a tud. So you got to love that. Yeah, not bad. Out of your first, you don't. Round we don't need to tell the people to no. uh, play DeAndre. I don't think. Right. Monday night, interesting game. Washington coming off of a bye, going into New Orleans. This is the type of defense that Alex Smith can really pick apart. Revenge game. There's AP. nothing that scares me for anything. AP, big time revenge game. Oh, yeah. Love that. Uh, love Alex Smith, too. I think he's a great plug and play. Yeah, we're going to see if Mark Ingram treats every game this season like a revenge game. He's coming back from his suspension. Uh, we didn't even mention that with Edelman, but, you we know, did. I, I, oh, we did. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Edelman's coming back. I'm just. I was just talking about his outlook. I, I mean, I think that we think he's. I mean, it's Edelman. Great. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> playing the Colts. Is what yeah. it is. So yeah. Right. yeah. No but doubt. But with Ingram, I have a little more reservations. I mean, Sean Payton hates him in a good year, <laughs> and let's see how he feels about him coming off a year where he's suspended. Yeah. So I. Don't I think I personally think they miss him. I mean, a nice little story came out. He was like the Saints flew home and they got into the New the Orleans airport. airport at midnight, and Mark Ingram was there waiting for them because right. he was finally able to like rejoin team functions right so that i thought that was really cool yeah that is cool i, I don't know if it means anything nope but uh it yeah. doesn't 
Um, nothing scares <laughs> me for Michael Thomas or Drew Brees in this game, even though Washington's in the bottom half of the league in terms of fantasy points allowed. I think it's one of those situations like they're good, but they haven't played the Saints yet. Yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas could be playing against, you know, the toughest matchup. 11 Xavier Rhodeses. Yeah, and I'd I'd still give him the the start. All right, uh, so that's going to do it for the slate. We hope everybody enjoys the games. It should be a very exciting Sunday. Chris Thompson, too. Chris Thompson we love, of course. Um, For those of you who need a win, we hope you get it. So let us know. Send us your screenshots at RutzFF. No DMs. Show some pride in those lineups. We want to help you get there. Uh, We've been getting... This is the. It's kind of started to ramp up. I maybe think, a we lot need too. to like put out some of our ugly lineups, you yeah. know. So like, like, hey, we're with you. <laughs> so people don't feel as bad. I got a pretty ugly one. I got like Evans and Burton and Tree Cohen and like a bunch of guys on by. So maybe I'll do that so people yeah. don't feel as. Bad. All right, yeah, perfect. Uh, you can find Scott on Twitter with that ugly lineup at WagsFF. Tom's at HillierFF. I'm at Why So Serious. We will see you on Monday on our Instagram account, which is also at RutzFF. We will be straight flexing with Man Catch Monday. You can check us out there, and we will see you in sound form on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts on Tuesday with the Week 5 Recap. Enjoy the games, everybody. We will see you Tuesday, and until then, keep scoring.